Welcome to the Lingus Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. everybody welcome back to the lounge this is luke and heather and we're here today just another tuesday another tuesday in this tiny little box we call the lounge <laughs> i wish you could see it it's kind of like a nightclub it does feel like a box if i feel like since we've been back in school christian and his his students have really they've really this is on the up and up there's stuff there's in here there's stuff in here that's for there's sure there's like some sound padding blocking things it that like fall, bounces though. off well i think it was i don't think that was even in here was it i'm the pointing summer? at the sound thing that was it's like in front of us now i feel like maybe it was it's been moved but maybe i just didn't notice it before it makes more sense to be here though because yeah. they talk mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah this is our little podcasting area yeah. i think they do it here too so but yeah so um yeah we're just we uh we are here without delay again but the reason for that is because she wanted us to convey to you she got two kids they're doing two different sports y'all and it's cray cray so she's got a lot going on right now she is going to be back with us eventually probably but for now at least she's going to take some time off just to prepare her heart to be in sports mom mode mm-hmm. i think this is actually the first if i'm not mistaken she can correct me on this if i'm wrong but i think this is the first year that both of her kids have actively played something mm-hmm. and i'm sure that it's very overwhelming it's, it's <laughs> very overwhelming see i have a soccer mom for these things my husband is the soccer mom mm-hmm. and he yeah drives her everywhere yeah i think heather you could probably speak to that too because you had kids doing two different things at mm. one time too yeah but one of them was a driver which oh true true but the other one yeah he just we call him actually now we call him dr soccer mom <laughs> so he's dr soccer mom and he yeah is does all the things all the things yeah did we say that last week dr. about soccer his mom? about his uh no because it wouldn't defense of yet. his doctorate yeah heather's husband now. got her doctorate Congratulations. I think we did say that. Heather doesn't listen to the podcast, so she wouldn't know if we said it or not. She I can't mean, remember from day to day what I happens. I do, because <laughs> I was a part of it. I was there. Oh, my goodness. So I did listen to it. Well, Brett, Mr. Brett, he got his PhD. It's true. So he's Dr. Brett now. Dr. Brett. I don't no, know that he would appreciate and that. And I have a, yeah, he, he like, it's fine. Dr. He's Brett. Dr. Brett. Okay. He li- I think he likes Dr. Soccer Mom better, but, um, and then I also have a high school graduate now too. That's amazing. Yeah. A round of applause for her too. Cause mm-hmm. she's really, she's, she's had a year. She's had a year. Yeah. That's but I'm so happy for her. I think true. she needed like what, two credits or yep. one credit or something. It took her three days. That's just amazing. Yep. We have such a great adult we do. high school we really do. in our county. And I feel like they really help the kids be done quickly because that's what some of those kids need is they mm-hmm. just need to be it, it over and they're so nice about it fiona yeah. was really impressed with how kind that's most excellent yeah most excellent well good good luck good luck no congratulations to your family yeah. you've lots to celebrate lots to celebrate and i don't know if we've talked about this before i think we have but now your your youngest is in the same school with you yes we're kind of a in a weird situation here where we are because we have two schools combined into one building we had some tornadoes Actually, a couple of two schools per into one building uh, what's the other one? Well, because West Wilson, uh, or s- I can't say that. Can I say Beep. that? Beep. No, it's fine. <laughs> Two of our middle schools yeah. <laughs> are together. As sixth and seventh oh, that's graders right. are in a school building together. And then the that's eighth right. graders of the one school come here. Mm-hmm. And the eighth graders of the other school go to another high school that's in true. our area. That's true. Um, and so it's, 
yeah, it's been a little, hopefully in January. Yes. Which is going to be, be kind of silly because it's going to be halfway yeah. through the year and they're yeah. going to have to pick up and move. Well, the elementary last year did that yeah, in the middle of the year. I remember. Which I cannot imagine like moving all my no. everything. Yeah. Those elementary teachers have a lot of stuff. Yeah. If you're an elementary teacher out there, like how are you doing? Because mm. you like okay? you're, you're unpacking, especially in this county, you would have had like two seconds to do it. So you must come in the summer. Like I left all my stuff up pretty much. Me too. I was like, I'm not taking any of this mm-hmm. down. But elementary teachers, especially the ones that moved. I'm, my friend Emily, she teaches in the same county as us, and she teaches first grade. Mm. And they were in a trailer. And then, um, like you said, halfway through the year, they had to move right. into the school. And it was like, how did you even manage to do? And her classroom is beautiful. Yeah. When they would have had to take, like, all their decorations. And, mm-hmm. and it was over Christmas. So, yeah. Yep. It, I think that her, her mom definitely helped her, I know. But. I'm like, Emily, you are a saint. Saint. Because you got, she got the cutest classroom ever, and I'm sure it took, it was very intentional and took a lot of time to get all that mm-hmm. stuff back in there. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, let's do. It kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about today. It does, but let's wait on that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk first about, I always say let's talk about weekly highs and lows, and then I immediately realize that I did not even think about it. <laughs> But I think that's okay. I think I can well, come up with something on the spot. Well, those are obviously my highs. Like, oh, like yeah. Graduating mm. and... I feel like that's a bit done. of a cop-out, but I think I'll let it go. Well, uh, then for me... What's your low? Uh, mm. You can't You can't talk about high and not a low. Ooh. Oh, I can talk about my high and that'll give you a second to talk about your low. Okay. We can go highs and then lows. Okay, got it. So my high was I teach upper division classes and Spanish 3 last year was kind of a hot mess for me. And me Because too. I had not <laughs> taught it ever. I'd never taught it. And so I was having to like create my own like scope and sequence as you do. Cause you know, for me, you know that the book is just never good enough. I have to come up with my own (laughs) 50,000 extra things for myself and then stress myself out about it. I mean, it is just who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lean into it. But so last year I kind of like figured out what I wanted to do. And it, I mean, it was a hot mess cause it, like I said, it was the first time I'd ever done it. Right. And this year I went back through the same sort of like, sequence i'm going back through the same sequence and i feel like i'm it's better Mm -hmm. like because the kids like today we were talking about um like the first unit that i do is like health and Mm well-being so it's like how to talk about i don't feel well or like my arm hurts or my eyes hurt and i was just asking them questions about like when you go to the doctor what do you tell what do you say to the doctor or like when you have the flu what are your symptoms and they were just like talking to me about it and it was great kids Mm -hmm. that i would like kids that i would have not imagined would have been able to like respond to it uh-huh. for just off the cuff saying stuff that we didn't even go over. They were uh-huh. just adding their own stuff in All there. Right. And I was like, this is good, excellent. Cause that class is also ginormous. It's really big. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is there's actually three kids who have been, so in where we are, we have this class. It's kind of like, um, homeroom or like, I guess some people call it advisory, but we have, we have this class called intervention and I have three kids that were moved into my intervention because they couldn't get into Spanish three, and mm-hmm. but they're taking AP next semester. Oh. So technically, I have thirty nine oh in that class. Wow! Are you trying to like? Are you doing stuff with them? Uh huh. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to get them prepared. Wow. I don't want them to go into AP without preparation. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I mean they're really good kids and they would be able to catch up, but yeah. I don't want them to have to do that. Not if you so don't have to, they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like this week. I, that was my high. Mm-hmm. Did I did have my observation last week? Oh yeah. And it was great. I I mean. Like, it was an excellent observation. Um, I, I've looked back at my previous years, which um, it's not, like, that big of a difference, but they've gone up every year at least a little bit. I mean, oh, I'm still, yeah. like, a level five teacher, but right, they've the gone rating. up by incrementally uh-huh. every year. So I feel like that's a good indicator that what I'm doing is 
I'm doing a good job at least. Yeah. I feel like it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my high. That's good. What about your low? I was thinking about that. I it honestly has been such a great week. Yeah. Like, I'm you know every time you get on the mountaintop, you're kind of like you know, oh, when's the next valley? But I've been trying not to concentrate on that. Yeah. Um. So really, I mean, the lowest thing that I can think of is just like what a pain like grocery shopping is. Yes. Stuff like that. Like yeah. keeping the house clean. Oh no, I got a lower. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. No, this is a total low. I don't even know if you know this. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <gasps> so. <laughs> You're gonna. You might even hate me. Actually, listeners, don't hate me because of this. Um, I can't so wait to find out what this got, is. We had past tense. Uh huh. Two dogs. We have one dog. Heather, you didn't tell me about this. What the <laughs> heck? Well, when I tell you, so dear old Thurman. Oh, Therm. <laughs> Thermy. First of all, he's deaf. Oh well, blind. he was. <laughs> Well, he still is. Oh. <laughs> He's alive. Hold on. This oh, no. So he wow, this took a turn. <laughs> and then a turn back. It's just a curvy road we're on here. I was fully expecting you to tell me he no, died this he weekend. he did not die. He did not die. He's alive. He, uh, so uh, we had a, what do they call it? This was really funny what they called it. They were a quality of life meeting. Uh-huh. Because y'all like foster yeah, or something like, foster, like that. Yeah, he's like foster dog. Yeah. yeah. So he is blind. His Three of his four legs don't work. <laughs> um, he does not know how to go to the bathroom outside. Uniped. Yeah, and he does not, the only, so he knows how to go to the bathroom on carpets, but not pee pads. Whatever that means. Like he can pee and poop everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I'm just saying. But then mm-hmm. pee pads, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. Um, And so, and just all these, and he hacks, like his esophagus, no, not esophagus. What's the other one? Trachea. Mm-hmm. His trachea is collapsing, and so he just coughs. Like his, most of his day, he's just been coughing. Yikes. And so I was like, this Burm. dog is not, like I this dog is not well. I don't want to take care of him anymore. Yeah, I'm done. I'm about done. Um, And they were like, well, you know, there's medicine, which they've never told me that there's medicine. Is there medicine? Let me tell y'all, I need you to understand how many times she's taken this doctor, this dog to the doctor. Exactly. So he's just, I I feel like he's on his last leg. Anyway, I was like, is there any way? And they were like, yeah, we'll take him back. And then I was like, I feel really bad because, you know, we really do love him, especially Fee. Fee loves him, Mm -hmm. loves him. But I'm like, she's really, I mean, she sleeps at home and that's about it. So like she works 11 hours a day. She can't really she do cannot anything take for care of this dog. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we get him back, and they were like, "It's different here, you know. Don't feel bad about it because we don't sleep here. Like, you know, he'll sleep here and he'll cough and yeah. do whatever he's gonna do. But, and it's just different kind of living style. So mm-hmm. anyway, so we got rid of the dog. That's a low. Oh, Thurman. Yeah, but it's. I uh, can I tell you how much better. Well, life yeah. Is like, I mean, <laughs> it's so much quieter. That was really. <laughs> that really was a. Wow, that story took took me for a ride. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm wild. sorry for your loss, but I'm also excited for your new beginning. Yeah. Maybe you need yeah. to get another dog. No, that's what the girl said. No. Well, you don't know what might happen now that the PhD's over. <laughs> you only have like one kid in school. Dogs in our future. Well, not yet, but no. Heather's got a big heart for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> she has an enlarged heart. <laughs> they want a really big dog, but I don't want no. the hair. This is what I don't want, y'all. Yeah. Well, it doesn't dog matter hair. what kind of dog you have unless you have like a very specific breed. You're going to have hair. See, but Thurman doesn't. Or well, not Thurman, Frodo. That's, that's why I said. Frodo, OG, is the best Only dog. Only certain kind of dogs don't shed. Yeah, but he barks his brains out like he, like we don't, mm. haven't been living together for the past nine years. Yes. Yeah. And he just barks like he's never, like, who yeah. else is coming here, buddy? It's just us. Yeah. He's kind of the UMB. Hamilton barks a little. I have a dog that barks a little bit, but not as much as he used to. Mm. Only no, if he doesn't know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He does still growl at me, though. He's a jerk. <laughs> so that holds up. 
Okay, my low. Okay. Oh my god, I need to tell them the story about my low. I usually talk professionally low, but I'm thinking I'm gonna go personal okay. low this week. I mean, week. mine was for sure personal. So on Sunday, I called Heather. Just oh. to say thank you, I was like, you know what? I need to thank her because she's put up with a lot of stuff for, oh, for, with me over the last <laughs> little bit. So I just wanted to say thank you. And as I was talking to her, I was like, I'll go outside. I'll walk on the deck because it's a nice day. Mm-hmm. You know, it had just like rained and it was like kind of cool outside. Mm-hmm. I walk outside and I fell through the deck. <laughs> <laughs> I fell through the deck. I'm going to put a picture of that hole on, you should, in, on the Instagram. I mean, if you know Lu- Mr. Luke at all, he is extremely dramatic. And I just thought he was being dramatic. Like, I fell. And I was like, whatever. Then he sent me the picture. He actually, y'all, he, <laughs> it was hard. And a big hole. It was it's huge. A huge hole in his deck. And I have this huge scratch down my leg. It looks like, I don't even know, I got into like some kind of bear accident. <laughs> like I was mauled. But my wife was livid. She was like, she wrote this scathing uh maintenance request to the mm-hmm. people we rent the house from and she was like my husband has just been hurt mm-hmm. and then she went into this long like thing about the deck and the guy texted her and he was like i guess it's time to replace the deck and i was like what was the other option <laughs> and so they came out on i guess yesterday they came out and the guy just like he screwed a board over the hole that's all they just didn't one? fix the deck yes well i mean they have to rip the whole deck down and they're gonna and i think they're gonna have to build a new one because first of all i'm pretty sure i'm, I'm like 100 percent certain it's not up to code <laughs> yeah no. i, mean, I don't think ours is either they've fair. replaced like five or six boards already since we've lived there yeah and he was like i think it's time to replace it Two two side by side means it it's is. time to replace it but that's it. gonna take a yeah uh that's gonna take a while and then i thought and then it kind of thought spiraled john john green calls them thought spirals but i kind of oh. had a thought spiral because Heather said, oh, my God, I'm so happy that didn't happen at your at your daughter's birthday party. And I was like, oh, my God, I am, too. Can you imagine? No. Like eight children under the deck. I feel like that would have been, they would have written a book about that. (laughs) (laughs) The great deck collapse of 2023. Oh, my. So those were lows. We didn't think we had lows, and we had lows. I just forgot. I don't know how. Yeah, me neither. I'm still scarred mentally and physically (laughs) from that event, but yes. Fiona is for sure still scarred about the whole dog thing. And we got rid of it. It was also National Dog Day on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) You're getting rid of a dog. Dog Mom of the Year National Dog Day. Mm -hmm. National Get Rid of a Dog Day. (laughs) What a beautiful holiday. (laughs) We could celebrate anything here, I swear. Okay, so... uh, Switching gears a little mm-hmm. bit into okay. the topic of today. So topic. we have been consulting with a friend who oh listens yeah. to the mm-hmm. podcast. If you're, she, I'm, I almost said if you're listening, Amber Bird, you're definitely listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're, if you could get it pre, like if she could get it before everybody else, she would. Mm-hmm. But she listens to us and we went to her yesterday and we we're like, hey, do you have anything that you think we should talk about? And mm-hmm. she was like, let me think about it. And I was fully expecting her to be like, later that evening, let me know something. But she came to me within five minutes of us having that conversation. Yeah. She was like, I've been thinking and I think it would be really cool if you did a day in the life of. Nice. So we have kind of got some guiding questions here that can kind of keep us on track a little bit. But just to kind of give you a glimpse into if you're listening and you're not a teacher, this will give you a glimpse into what a day for a teacher looks like. Obviously, every teacher is different. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has the same sort of like routine that they go through or, I don't know, work up into their day. But, you know, for us, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then as we go through this, we can get kind of talk generally and then we can kind of go into like more of the um, questioning here a little bit. So. Okay. I do have a, a quite a long list yeah, of questions. Yeah, I was going to say, so this is Luke's preparation. So he's like, Heather, get ready for this podcast. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I think of one question. Y'all, 
there's 17 <laughs> questions on this list. And I'm going to be honest with you. We are not going to get through all of them. I can no. assure you that. And but I've got one. My one is going to make it in there. Don't you worry. She is so sassy. Don't you worry. It's going to get in there. I, do I sense a lot of sodium chloride today? Am I salty? That's salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, such a nerd joke. I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like white Steve Urkel. <laughs> Uh, okay. Can I do that? Oh, Can he would totally fall through a deck too. He oh, he would. Yeah, he's definitely fallen through a deck before, yeah. 100%. Okay, so the first one says, can you walk us through a typical day in your life as a world language teacher? What does your morning routine look like before you even step into the classroom? Mm. Okay, so I want to go first. Okay. My morning routine looks like this. Mm -hmm. So I have started like doing we're this. at school or like? No, it says class? before you even step foot. Well, in the classroom, not the school. Okay, but that would mean... Just what do you Creative do? Creative liberty. What do you do it. in the morning? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so what I do is, so I, mine actually starts the night before. Oh. So I have found that the later I go to bed, the less tired I am. I try to push it to like 1130. Because uh -huh. for me, like if I get between six and a half and seven hours of sleep, I'm good. Any more than that. And I feel terrible the next really? day. Yeah. I think that it's just the way that I've built myself. Huh. Um, because... Last year, I think I talked about this before, but, you know, last year I was having to get up at the butt crack of dawn. We didn't have to. That's not, that's over an exaggeration. It's not. It I is. mean, I'd literally committed to doing it, so I did have to do it. Okay. I had a student who didn't have a ride, whose parents dropped him off at six o'clock every day six at the school. Six o'clock, you guys. And I came six. and met him, even though I lived an hour from the school. Yes. I would get up at five or like 445, and Crazy. I would drop here and meet him here at six, and I would sit with him in the mornings because mm -hmm. he didn't have anybody to sit with, and I felt bad for him. So I did have to. Okay. I not only had to, I wanted to. Okay. I liked the time that I got <laughs> to work on things in the morning. That's true. And you also, I felt good that. about helping him. Yes. He was a great, he's a great kid. He is a great, so, he's still a great kid. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, it I just have pushed myself to like try to get six and a half to seven hours of sleep. Just because, like I said, any more than that, I start to kind of feel like groggy mm. throughout the day. So okay. mine is like staying up. I try to stay up until like 11, 1130. And then what I also do is I like go ahead and decide what I'm going to wear because I have decision fatigue. And if I have to make that decision in the morning, it's not happening. <laughs> I'm going to come to school looking <laughs> crazy or late. And I don't want that. If you know anything about like me, me, I cannot be late. I cannot be even <laughs> close to being late. I can't even be 10 minutes early. I have to be 30 minutes early or at least I'm sometimes I mean, I got here today at 720. And we don't have to be till 8.15. Oh, my goodness. So, See, I... And I guess, does that make us good friends or bad friends? Because I... Late is, like, my middle name. Opposite attract. Yeah. Like, I could be late. I mean, there's some things I'm not going to yeah. be late to. But, yeah. Anyway, keep going. You're anyway, talking about your morning. So, I get up in the morning at about, I don't know, 6.45. I do my whole morning routine. I take a shower. I put clothes on. And then I get my coffee. And then I leave. So, that takes me about 25 minutes in the morning. It's not long. And then I moved last year, mm -hmm. so I live four minutes from the school now, so, nice. so I can just get in my car and drive to school, and I'll be there real quick. So it, it's great, because it, that that part really did eat, eat a lot of my time, so mm -hmm. it's really excellent that I don't have to do that anymore. And uh, when I get here, well, I don't want to talk about that yet, but that's my morning routine. That's what I do. Okay. Mm yep. Yeah. So I actually get up earlier. Like, I get up at 6.15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do just like lay around for a little bit because mm -hmm. I like to build mm -hmm. that time in mm -hmm. of like just not mm -hmm. doing anything. And then I, yeah, get myself ready, get my lunch ready and then get here. And the new part to my morning routine that I am not a fan of <laughs> is morning duty. Uh, yes. Ugh. So, well, I mean, I guess I can say that 
I've had three years of not having any mm-hmm. kind of extra duty, so mm-hmm. it's okay. So, but I sta- have to stand in front of the bathrooms uh-huh. for a half hour. Yes. So that is cramped my style considerably. Yeah. You don't. I don't think you even come up here, do you? No. Well, I mean, I do to just Sometimes. like drop my bag off, and I do take. Yeah. So, in order to make a little bit of use of the time, I do take my podium. Like we have mm-hmm. rolling podiums. I take my rolling podium and my computer downstairs. Like sometimes I'll put grades in or like check my email or yep. something like that, just because it is so b o r i n g just standing there yeah. at the bathrooms. Yeah. Trying to look intimidating. I don't even know what I'm trying to look like. You're like just trying to notice if anything shady's happening. I smell a lot of shady. Well, yeah. I mean. Lots. Yeah. Welcome to public education. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of skunks. Just kidding. So they're not skunks. Okay, so when I get, so after that, when I get to school, I usually, the first thing I do is I usually just go, I have this these slides that I do every day, and I try to update those in the morning, because I found that if I was, as I was doing it in the afternoon, I was forgetting things that I wanted to do, and day of, I would just like, have hmm. to edit it, so usually, if I think a good night's sleep kind of gives me a little bit of clarity on what I'm going to do, and so when mm-hmm. I come in in the mornings, I have a good idea of what I want to do, I write it on the slide, I usually change the, I have an artist of the day usually and like a song of the day. So I usually edit that or put that picture on there and just kind of like get myself ready, like materials, my materials ready for the day. Mm -hmm. So if that means I have to go to the printer, I usually try to get to the printer like before anybody else (laughs) because it's either you get there before anybody else or you get there and you're not printing anything. Yeah. So I try to get there to the printer to print whatever I need to print. And then I have a first block class, so I have to be on point and ready to go by 8.30. Yeah. I cannot dilly-dally yeah. as Heather does. Yes. So I love to dilly-dally. Much. I, don't, I was trying to look for a descriptor that was not coming to mind. Uh-huh. So Heather can dilly-dally because she has first yeah, block planning. because I have first block plan. And mm-hmm. I, li- I stand by that. Like, if they ever switch that, I, don't, I really don't know what I'm going to do. Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't think you ever have to worry about that. I think you're pretty. You're set in stone. I hope so because it's yeah. it's my it's vital. Okay. So Heather, what do you do whenever you get to your class in the morning? Like, how do you set it up every day? Um. Well, so <coughs> I was thinking about what you said. You know, the night before. So, like, I kind of have a checklist. I think we both do the same thing. Yep. Like a kind of a checklist of what you want to do throughout the day. And so, in the after school the day before, I try to like I put a check mark by what I got done. Yep. Because I always overplan. Yes. I don't know about you, but I always overplan. And I'd much rather be over prepared, mm-hmm. like have more than I need to do. That way, I mean, you're kind of t- planning two lessons yes. in one, too. So then. Or like at least you'll have something to start with right. next time. But I always want to have, like, I never want to run out of things and mm-hmm. be like, okay, you can be on your phone for 10 minutes. I never want to do that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so I always check off the day before, like, what we actually got to, and then, like, draw a line, like, okay, this is the stuff that I still need to get to for tomorrow. Right. Slash, then reevaluate is this something that we really need to do? Or. You know, do I need to review what right. we did yesterday? You know, whatever. Just kind of take uh, stock. Stock. Thank you. Yes. Good job. Of what you know is necessary. So I do mm-hmm. that, and then I, like you do, adjust my slides for you know the bell work that they need to do, or you know whatever <coughs> I need to. What is that called? Present to them. Yep. Just for them to have. Just kind of go over that, and then I do like to um, set some music, get mm-hmm. some music going. Um, turn the lights down a little bit just to kind of, you know, make sure the vibe is good yes. for them to walk into. Immaculate vibes. Um, <coughs> and yeah, that kind of goes into my question though. I think it's time for my question. Can I answer mine first? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll get to your question in one sec. Okay. But first I want to talk about my classroom setup every day. Okay. So I am like the teacher with no overhead lights. I have lots of lamps. Mm. I just feel like we all work better in 
without the big light. Well, to be fair, dude, he also has a, a window. window. <laughs> I have no window. So that if I did that, we'd be sitting in. I have a window, and that is something that I will never let go of. Yeah, natural light makes a big difference, y'all. It does. It really does. Except for when it's rainy, and they can see the rain and stuff, and it like affects their ability to work. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm trying to. I did have a window, and they got distracted by like cars moving. That's kind of where I'm at. But it's it it it, you it can work for you if you're if you need it to. But I always make sure that there's some sort of like ambient lighting. Mm -hmm. I don't like overhead lights, and the kids are very. I mean, obviously, they notice. They will always notice it because they come in. They're like, "Why is the big light on?" <laughs> they're like, "Why are those lights on?" They're like, "Because it's a little dark today." Oh, so it's always like a <laughs> like it's always like they're just waiting. If if the lights are on, if the overhead lights are on, they know something's about to go off. <laughs> but um, so I always turn my lamps on every morning, and then I have a like a star projector that I have. Oh yeah, that's fun. A mm-hmm. blue light and a like laser star projector thing that that I feel like that really. I don't know. It's good. It's just good vibes. Yeah. Uh, and then well, it kind of puts them, I think that too, that's yeah. what you're going for. It puts them in a different place. Like they've yeah. been to other classrooms, the big light event on, yeah. and then they come to you and then this is going to be something different. Yes. Like it just sets them up yeah. for that. Always music. Always. I have a playlist that I try to make one, a new one every year, but I haven't like, I just use, I've been using the same one this year cause I've just at, been adding to it in the summer, but a playlist of like current songs that are in Spanish that I find interesting myself. Mm. I never play anything that is too on the nose. So like you're not really going to ever find me playing like salsa or merengue or like mm-hmm. you go into a, a Mexican restaurant and hear that music because I just think that that maybe is a trope a mm. little bit. Mm-hmm. So I try to play things that are current yeah. and popular and like maybe something they would like listen mm-hmm. to. Anyway, so yeah, no, yeah. no polka over here. No, no polka. No polka. Mm-mm. Polka. Polka. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's really German. Is that stereotypically southern, German? It's typically southern ah, German, yes. München. Yeah, München. Yeah. That's uh why is why is Germany this is a side note, but why has the whole entire country of Germany been associated with just southern Germany? See, that's exactly right. But I mean kind of America is like that too. Like people associate Texas and like cowboy boots, yeah. cowboy hats, things like that. That's true. And that's not people, you know. Why is the South a representation that's of any exa- country? I don't know, that's but like it's bizarre that it's both, yeah. I wouldn't say it's the worst representation. I feel like we're kind here, but yeah. like I just feel like there's it's a big big place, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean Germany's not huge, but it is there's more than just more than Munich. just yeah, and more than just beer. Yeah, yeah that's sure. true. That's true, and more than yodeling. Yeah, and Alps. And the Alps. Oh, the Alps is very like and Black in Forest. The Al- <laughs> well, the b- Black Forest actually is in Germany. The Alps, I would say, are mostly in not yeah, not in Germany though. But anyway. that's fair. Okay, your <laughs> question is. Okay, <laughs> my question is, I, it didn't make it on the list, but uh, no, my I question know, is. I just clicked my computer so I could see the screen. Oh, okay, my question is, how do you know when a lesson plan is done? Oh, uh, yes. Because that is. That's what we do after See, we get our question. like set up and everything. Mm-hmm. And I do go over that because like this, I kind of when I go over what we're gonna do for the day, like I've had, I've taught this class specifically. I guess this is what the fourth time now. I don't know. Twenty, yeah, this is the fourth time. Um, and so every time I go like over it and kind of adjust and rearrange things and things like that, but um, it's always kind of interesting because it just feels like a hot mess, mm-hmm. even though I've done yep. it four times like it still feels like a hot mess every time i get to it and so like just reorganizing it and getting it and having the right amount of activities for 84 minutes which is very yeah. oddly specific and extremely long time i just say 85 to have kids um but how how you know that what you have is enough that's a great question and i feel like we were talking about this before we even turned the microphones on but i feel like it's a heart thing mm. you just have to kn- like mm. i know that doesn't help people that we're going to go into more specifics but for <laughs> me it's like 
you as you do this, like as you teach these classes, and I mean, I've teach, I've teached. I need to go back. I need to go back to learning that word. <laughs> I've taught Spanish one. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Let's see, three plus three. So this is the sixth time I've taught Spanish one, mm-hmm. and I feel like you do get to a place where you're just like, okay, I know that this is going to be enough. And and by knowing your class too, and knowing what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. You can t- you can kind of like fine tune that even more to say like okay I need a, an extension or right. I need you know I need to maybe break this down into chunks or you know do it s- over a multiple day period so mm-hmm. that it's not so overwhelming to their minds but I think one re- one thing is like that you can do every day is find some sort of way to assess like uh, you were talking earlier about how you like to reassess every day to see like do they need more review over that or do mm-hmm. it, can I go on can I go forward or right. and I think like that's part of knowing if your lesson plan is good enough is like, okay, how are they doing on this thing? Do Mm -hmm. I need to reassess this tomorrow? Do I need to spend more time doing it? Mm -hmm. And I think, especially even if I think some of the best sort of ways to assess are like really quick things Mm -hmm. like five minutes or feel like assessment. mm -hmm. Like that's a scary word. Yeah. You know, that don't feel like that. Yeah. And I think as you, you know, as you like grow in being a teacher, I think it is just, you find, you find ways to know that. I think Mm -hmm. for me, like the, the secret, not the secret, it's not a secret, please. The, <laughs> the like number for me is having like three activities. Mm. So like for me, I know that I'm going to go, and this kind of like ties into another one, which is like, what is your hook? Like what, what gets your kids? Like what's the first thing they do every day or like something like that. But how do you structure your lessons? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that I'm going to do weather. I know I'm going to do a calendar talk every day. I know that I'm going to have an artist of the day every day. And I know that that whole process is going to take me around 15-ish minutes. Mm -hmm. So I know that 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 one thing, I can pretty much guarantee, unless there's just like some day where they're just having like a wild spurred conversation about something that we're talking, like a a holiday or something that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. it takes about 15 minutes every day. Mm -hmm. And so like I can pretty much guarantee that that 15 minutes is going to be spent doing that. And then after that, if I have like, some kind of deliverable or like a lecture. I don't, I use lecture very loosely cause like that's not what I'm doing. But if I have like some sort of concept that I want to go over with them, whether that's vocabulary or grammar or whatever, mm-hmm. I try not to do that for more than like 20 minutes Yeah, because I feel like after that 20 minutes and honestly, it's probably a less, a lot less time than that, but I don't, I don't know the science or like the number exactly, but after like 20 minutes, your brain just kind of turns off. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're just doing one thing for 20 minutes, it's mm-hmm. like, those kids, their attention span is so much lower than even ours. So like, you know, (laughs) breaking that up, you know, like for example, like we started a vocabulary section today about classroom supplies or like school supplies or whatever. So I know that I'm going to have to break that up because it's probably going to take me like an hour to teach it, but I know I'm going to have to break it up into like three days probably. Mm -hmm. So like today we spent like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So I know that's also going to take some time. And then a follow up thing for that is to have usually three 15 ish minute activities. Mm -hmm. So like something that, you know, or if you know something's going to be longer, you can kind of adjust it. But for me, it's like your hook, like your bell work, maybe 10 minutes. If you do bell work, if you don't, then like have something that gets them hooked into what you're doing. I usually put up an agenda. um, I did that that for the first time today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They still uh, asked and didn't read well, the agenda. Well, yeah, but it takes time. <laughs> it takes time. My kids are still asking me too. Um, but have it. Have that agenda. Have some like a daily thing that you do. I mean, you can change it up, but do like something different every day. But something that they can expect mm-hmm. is going to take them 
15 ish minutes or so 20 minutes to get hooked into what you're do- what you're talking about and then just break it up i think three activities is probably a good sweet spot for mm-hmm. me i can I usually do about four four possibly five yeah i usually have five things written down on my list and then something to do with extra time i never get to the extra time thing yeah ever. well but i mean that's understandable yeah but you also don't have like a you don't have like daily stuff you do well, they'll work, but it always looks different. Well, I mean, me. like, you're de- you don't do the calendar. You don't do the weather. You don't do... No. Yeah. I don't do that. That's in, like, a certain chapter, and I just save it for that. Oh, see, that for me, it's like, I try to find ways to to um, to work things in so I don't have to do that chapter. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, for, yeah, yeah. for me, if I do calendar talk you. throughout the year, I don't have to spend a whole week talking about the calendar. Right. They already know it. Although, I mean, to be fair, like, we already are starting to talk yeah. about it. Like, th- like, I had them write down the days of the week. And then we talked about the calendar and that, like, a calendar starts on Monday. Yep. Instead of yeah. Sunday. That's what we always talk about, too, because they always get so confused about so that. So confused. It's, it's not just that confusing. Uh, yeah. just is what it is. But, yeah, it is. I would s- I would agree with you in that it's definitely, it's a heart thing. Like, you just have to feel it. Like, kind of when you mm-hmm. cook, you know, you're like, you need a little bit of this, a little bit yep. of that. Um, but I think, yeah, finding a number, <coughs> especially for, like, like, when I taught at my other school, which I say this is my thir- fourth time teaching this stuff. I had to start over again, like with my new yeah. school, because I lost all my stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, th- our classes were mm, 45, 49, some, yeah. some weird time mm-hmm. like that. And there, you know, Less you than an hour. Yeah, get much in, whereas here, yep. you know, you get a lot more time yeah. in. And so, yeah, just finding that number. And then, like, I always think about the order of it, too. Like, are they going to need whiteboards for this? Do they do any different right. stand up? Like, you know, what they're going to be, what they're going to be doing. Like, yes. their bodies, are they going to be up? Are they going to be down? Yeah. Around and you really, I think that that that's something to talk about too. Like you really have to express your expectations a lot of times. Because, like for me, I I have to if I have to tell you three times, how do I? I need to back that. I need to back this phrase to the beginning because mm-hmm. that that was a train wreck from the moment we left the station. But <laughs> if I want them to do something a certain way, I can't just expect that they know that. So like mm-hmm. for me, it's like I need each person. I need one person from each table to go get whiteboards and markers and yeah. erasers. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the class, if I don't have time, what I've started doing is like usually I run up to the last minute, which right. is not great. It I really should that. have some sort of like exit ticket. Yeah, something. But that that's neither here nor there. So I always run up to the last second and I'm like, okay, everyone needs to take their whiteboards. I make sure that they've stopped and are lo- looking at me. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that eyes equal they yeah. do what I want them to do. Mm-hmm. So put your eyes on me. I need you to take your whiteboard and neatly put it on the bookshelf because otherwise I'll just have a bunch of whiteboards in a mm-hmm. big pile and I hate that. I want yeah. them to be stacked up. We're in high school. We can do that. We can do that. So I do. I If I more classes are going to use them, I do it in the middle yeah. of the table and then put the markers on yes. the table. That's been somewhat. I just try to state my expectations many times so that I'm not disappointed or surprised. Yeah. I think that that's a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after the classes, what I usually do after a class is I try to just like take mental stock of myself like very quickly. So like, are you doing okay? Are you, do you need to go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Do you need water? Do you need to just walk away from your class for a minute? What do you need to do? Do you need to reset things for the next class? And I try to just be thinking about that because a lot of times I just, I don't want them to see me having to go through that process right. yeah. in front of them. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. if you need to take, if you even see, I, I mean, I even have, we have people that work here that even shut their doors between classes. Me. So they're not, I don't do that. I don't do that because I just don't, but I think that that's a good practice to do. Mm -hmm. Like for you to have the time to get the things that you need to get done before they walk in the room. I just don't ever want to let them proverbially see me sweat, Mm -hmm. you know, because it is, 
it teaching is like such a, a high wire act sometimes and it's there's a lot of things going on and one thing can throw you off so if yeah. you need to shut your door I think that's a good thing to do um but so we've gone through the whole day. I, I don't think, I don't really know that we need to get into like the nitty gritty of like lunch and stuff. Cause that's, everybody's different. But at the end of the day, usually what I do is I just like make sure that I have at least an idea of what I'm going to do tomorrow. So that kind of ties back into like the, um, assessing where we are and like figuring out if we need to go do something again or like if we're okay to move on so that I know, okay, tomorrow I have to make sure that we get done with the other half of that thing that we started today. I'm not writing any of that down. I mean, I might make notes to myself, but I'm not like putting it in the agenda till tomorrow morning. So I can mm-hmm. go home, think about it, not spend a lot of time. I'm not suggesting that you go home and spend an hour t- thinking about what you're going to do the next day, but to just like process it and sleep on it. And then when you wake up with like fresh eyes and a fresh mind, you can be like, okay, yes, I still want to do that. Or mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But to just kind of like be thinking about how did today go? Like asking yourself, like, what could have, I'm not saying you, I don't even think that you need to even ask yourself, what should I have done better? What should, what did I do badly? What could I, what did I do well? But I think you should be aware of like the flow of the day and like Mm -hmm. what you liked and what you didn't like. And I think that Mm -hmm. you can always, I think the pivot is the good word in this. So, you know, cause uh, yeah, I hate to label a good or a bad situation, Mm -hmm. but just what, where like might I need to go from this like might not be a complete turn or like a 180 or anything like that but just like a well that didn't so well you know how can I you know save it or salvage it or whatever like right. just a pivot rather than a what went wrong yes. what went bad like it is it is all about the pivot it's all, about the, all pivot. about the pivot so much about the um pivot. I think you know like I think a lot of this is it just comes with like being a teacher and like learning over the years of doing the thing like how how long it's going to take you to do something yeah but also like for me i'd much rather have i i i want to go back to like the beginning of the day because i feel like i just want to make this statement about it but like for me i would much rather come in early er and do the things i need to do in the morning and not stay late because for me like at the end of the day i've hit my limit Mm -hmm. like i don't want to be here early yeah i don't want to be here after school i just think that like pick one yeah. I think that, how do I say this? If you're somebody who is coming in early and staying late, maybe you should pick one. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to spend actually, all your all your life that's here. That's good. No, because I was thinking about that because I was like, I enjoy staying later. Yeah. Because my kids have, you know, thing work yep. and things and I don't want to be at home alone. Um, but that's also my time when I like, you know, do my pivot. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this, you know, can do this and, you know, just think about it a little yep. bit more because I'm not going to get here that early in the morning and that stupid morning duty. I mean, morning duty. <laughs> redacted <laughs> take that out I, that. I'm not going to edit that out <laughs> I'm n- I never edit anything <laughs> um, no I think yeah I think it is it's it's really I think some people some teachers get so frazzled sometimes because they feel like they're spending so much of their time doing their job or being at their job and I think a lot of times it it is a choice mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I don't want to sorry if I made anybody mad saying that but you can choose to think about or not think about whatever you want mm-hmm. And I think that... Especially with the time that is yeah. not contracted. And yeah. also, I think that you, if you're in a situation, I want to encourage you that if you're in a situation with a, in a school or in a job or with an administrator who makes you feel like you're required to spend extra time thinking about your job when you're not there, you need to find somewhere where they will appreciate you mm-hmm. because there are so many positions open right now. People don't really want to do this job and you could pretty much pick wherever you want yeah, it to it's work. It's like a buyer's probably, market. Literally. So <laughs> it, you need to go somewhere where you appreciate it. 
Okay, find you, get you somebody that cares about you and that wants you to take. Because the problem is we throw around this term mental health all the time in education. You take care of your mental health. You make sure you're resting. You make sure. You, but we don't ever give ourselves the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to. Like it, we we give so much of ourselves every single day. This became more of a TED talk than it did anything else. But <laughs> we give so much of ourselves to other people every day that if I go home and continue giving myself to other giving myself to other people, I'm going to have none of myself left to give yeah. to anybody. Yeah. So like, think about this. Think about the job as long as you're here. Maybe if you want to think about it outside of here, pick like a specific time frame. So like when I get home from four or maybe if you for probably more 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 of a feasible thing would be to say when my children go to bed between nine and nine thirty I'm going to think about my job and then I'm not going to think about it anymore Mm. or like on Saturday from noon to one during my lunch or whatever I'm going to think about my job but then don't think about it anymore you don't have to go home and think about your job right you don't but you can if it makes if it stresses you out to not yeah like you know it's it's do what feels right. Yes, but also not to your detriment. But not to your detriment. Yes. And check in with other people. Like, because, you know, I, he, Luke does that for me. And, you know, just to check in and be like, are you doing too much? And he wrote me a note last year and I still got it on my computer. Like, just make sure that you're, you know, doing what's right, taking care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that's why it's good. To I think have it said go home, Heather. <laughs> Maybe it said something like that. But I, it was a metaphorical. Yeah, no, it wasn't go home. I don't know what it was. It's still there. I'll yeah, go look. I don't know. But. Anyway. Heather and I have this really great tradition that we haven't started, we haven't done in a while, mm-hmm. but we used to give each other this tiny little trophy <laughs> back and forth every couple of weeks. And then we would just write like a post-it note of being like, thanks for being the best, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for being you. Thank uh-huh. you for, it was just. I gave you one one time and it said for having the second best hair. Yep, that's true. You did say that. <laughs> and I will never forget that. And now I'm reliving it again. <laughs> okay. So after school, make sure that you do some, you know, light uh, regrouping yeah, for regrouping. the day. That's good. And truly, that's kind of what I do every day. Like, I'm not ever spending too much time creating things. I mean, I, it would be difficult for me to say that you're, like, if you're a first-year teacher, you're probably going to have to spend some time in, like, creation. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mode. thinking about things or finding things. Yeah. But for me, you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time every week just, like, digging up stuff that I want to use. It's more of, like, what can I compare from last year. And that's the thing I would say, if you're new to the profession, find someone who does what you do, find a teacher that does something that you do or does something similar and ask them, Hey, what are you doing? What, what do you think? Where do you think I should go? Where do you think I should start? Mm -hmm. Um, cause truly like you're, if you're starting from zero, it would be, that would be in your, in your benefit, I think to find Mm -hmm. someone that could help. Well, but it's also hard to find, you know, you're somebody that's going to teach like you. Cause when you're Mm -hmm. in your first year, you don't know, like how am I going to be, you know, and so maybe even a couple of people where you can That's be like, true. hey, how do you yep. do this? How do you do this? And then see which one is more you. Right. Because you're going to have to do. Yeah. Kids mm-hmm. can tell when you're trying to be like another teacher. Yeah. I was thinking more of just content wise. But content wise. Yeah. yeah a scope. A yeah. lot of times you can even search up like a scope scope and sequence for something online if you, you know. But if you have a textbook, that's also going to be available with the textbook. Uh, and also the thing about the thing is uh, through the common thread throughout this entire podcast is. First year of teaching is really just about survival. It's just about coming to work, doing your job to the best of your ability and going home. It's not, you don't have to be great. You don't have to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect. And we have to get that idea out of our minds as people is like, you're, you're, we're going to constantly be growing and changing. And Mm. if you're coming to work and you're, you're here for the kids and you're like 
care about their lives, you're doing your job. So you don't have to be so, I always think about the phrase like comparison is the thief of joy. If you look at people that have been doing this thing for like five or six years, of course it would be really easy to be like, oh, I'm not as good as them, but you're just different. Right. You're learning. Well, you're at the beginning and they're in the middle. Right, kind of right. Um, I want to continue this conversation so bad, but Heather has somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. So we've already probably talked longer than we should have because <laughs> I just pushed it. So <laughs> we will continue this conversation because I like it. Uh, maybe we'll we'll regroup. We'll, we'll regroup like we said oh, we would do. we'd love to regroup and at the end we of the day. We'll, uh, we'll try to figure out. I think we've, we've really gone through the day. Yeah. So I think this is a good stopping place now that I think about it. It seems kind of rushed and I apologize for that, but you know. It is what it is. Yeah. It just it is it just is what it is. It is what it is. And so, a soccer game is a soccer game. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't have so many children I just have the two. <laughs> <laughs> That's two hundred percent more than me. <laughs> Maybe one hundred percent. I don't know. No, I have one child, just so everyone's aware. <laughs> okay, so we will uh, as always, we will be uh, here next week at the same time and we you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and, and Facebook. If you just type, type in ling- Linguist Lounge, I cannot speak. If you just type in Linguist Lounge, you will find us. We're available anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, if you're listening for my Spanish 3 class, this one's for you, obviously. <laughs> uh, and also, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Ciao. The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Capozzi for use of your studio, you're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us, we are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.